Welcome to the No Picks After Dark Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. Today, we are broadcasting live at Function Coworking Community Workspace. Do your best work here. Function is located at 4709 Harford Road, Baltimore, Maryland, 21214. Give them a call at 443-885-0020. Free trial. Today, folks, we have a very, very special guest. Uh, this young lady is known all in all of Baltimore. She's doing some big things, especially in the Northeast Baltimore quadrant. Uh, uh, she's been in Baltimore Magazine, countless articles, uh, interviews, and whatnot. And her name is Miss Nicole. How you doing, Miss Nicole? I'm doing well today. Thanks for having me. Hey, I appreciate you coming on. Now, we met recently at a little function uh, at the uh, Lorville House, correct? Right, at the Hartford Road Happy Hour through Jenny Yuckna. Yes, yes. Shout out to you, Jenny. Shout out to you. And um, we were just discussing, and I had known about you, and I had read about you in a magazine, but, you know, it's easy, it's hard to find a person in the flesh. Right, And right. it's awesome. You know, you, you read about them, like, wow, this person's amazing. How can I get this person on the podcast? Oh, you're you're too you're too kind. Hey, it's truly a <laughs> truly a blessing. Um, Miss Nicole, give everybody a little quick background about yourself, who you are, where you're coming from. Sure. Um, so I'm new to Baltimore. We just moved here about a year and a few months ago, and my family is from uh, the West Indies, from South America. We moved here uh, when I was small, and we lived in New Jersey, which is where I grew up. And then I moved to D.C. and uh, was there for for education, and then moved down to Florida. I've lived a, a few different places and oh. enjoyed life. Okay, that's what's up. That's so. What brought you? What brought you to Baltimore? So my husband and I run a small company called Cashew. And we make, we're super passionate about food and about healthy food. So we make a plant-based ice cream made from 100% natural ingredients. So it's all ca- cashew milk and almond milk. Um, so we started coming to Baltimore about, I want to say about a year and a half ago. And just love the vibe here. We love the creativity of Baltimoreans and the warmth that everyone really exhibits. So we started coming here, and we were living in Northern Virginia at the time, so it was a hike to get up here. Um, but we started coming every every month or so, and then it was maybe every couple of weeks, and then it was every week, and we said, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so we started looking for a place, and within a couple months, we had found a place. We had moved our whole business up here and our lives and our kids. So that's one of the reasons why I have you on um, for the show today, because this business you started, tell us how this started from the ground up. I mean... I know Mr. Dwight's not, he's your husband and right. and you guys are partnership and tell us how how does happen I mean ice cream tell us I mean you know I really it started from a conversation who even knows how it started because I'm a lawyer and he's a chef and but we we had children and we were so focused on giving these kids our our one child at the time very um, healthy food we're very we're we're the type of family where we spend a lot of time in our kitchen. Everything that we do, we, we don't open bags. We don't eat processed food. And every meal starts with like onions and garlic, and right? So people don't get that. And, but that's our, that's our lives. And when we found out that our one son was lactose intolerant, so we're like, man, what are we going to do? This kid loves ice cream, but every time he ate it, he would get sick. So we just put our heads together and started making our own ice creams, and we gave it to friends and family, and they loved it. We were like, do we have something here? So we started in D.C. We just had one small client, 
and uh, moved to Baltimore, and we were just really, Baltimore showed us a lot of love. So where can I find you guys? I know you guys have some spots. Are you guys at retail right now, or are you guys in any stores in that format for ice cream? Yeah, totally. We are in um, the Eddie's markets so far, and we're in a bunch of restaurants. So we're in Red Emma's, we're in Golden West Cafe, we're in Wicked Sisters, um, to, we're in 13, uh, 13.5%. The wine bar, yep. The wine bar yep. in Hamden. I yep. screwed up the name. Um, we're in the Lord Baltimore Hotel. We're in the Marriott Hotel. So we're just, we're trying to grow slowly but surely. Hey, that's a beautiful thing. That's such a beautiful thing. And uh, see, she's smiling ear to ear right now talking about <laughs> her story. Um, for the people out there who are entrepreneurs and want to get into something like this, like what you're doing right now, what would you tell them? Like the brutal, the brutal honest truth about how this works. I mean... It's not peaches and cream. It's not as easy as, you know, there were some price and blood, sweat, and tears to get to where you are right now. Could you give us a little background on that? Just things that if I wanted to start something like that, what would you recommend for the people out there? Absolutely. Um, no, it's not super easy, but guess what? It's worth it, right? We um, have had a lot of sacrifices, a lot of sacrifice in terms of sleep, in terms of money, in terms of we've, we're learning along the way. But I would say, you know, um, do your research and stay focused and stay faithful. And remember that miracles can happen at any point in time through any conversation like this one. We just met, uh, what, less than a month ago? Less than a month ago, yes. Yeah. And it just so happened that a friend of mine invited me to one of these planning parties and I met you. Great energy. And we're on this amazing, dope podcast. So miracles happen everywhere, every day. I appreciate it. Shout, shout out for love. I appreciate it. Um, when you, so you're a lawyer by trade. Right. And now you're, now you're slinging ice cream. I am slinging ice cream. And actually, um, I was with the federal government for the past eight years. And just in April, I said, I quit. And I'm going to dedicate myself to a passion of mine. Um, which is cashew. So in April, I became a full-time entrepreneur. I did go back to work just recently, but I still am all about health. I'm all about the public's health, and I'm all about the community. So I'm working for the Baltimore City Health Department while slinging my ice cream. Nice, nice. And um, I guess my bigger question, you're, you were living in D.C., uh, you know, Virginia area. How did you get into the Baltimore market? That's, that's crazy to me. I mean, you were out in D.C., you're driving here every week. Um, where, was there a start place, starting place that showed you love in the beginning? Was there a grocery store or a retail or um, where you had a farmer's market or something like that to get you your foot in the door in the Baltimore market? Actually, it was a bunch of those, a combination of all those things. Uh, we first met with Kristen Dawson over at the Baltimore Development Corporation. She showed us a lot of love and introduced us to a lot of people. One of those people, uh, it's the, the Eddie's markets are all owned by different people. But we walked in there, and they loved our product immediately and put us on the shelves within the same day in all four of the Eddie's markets. Um, and at the same time, we were also in the Fells Point Farmer's Market as well as the Canton Water, It's I think the Waterfront Farmer's Market. So those are the reasons we were coming up every week. So my husband was driving up. Uh, we've got two kids, and we just put everything, you know, into it. And my husband was driving up every week and we just said, you know, enough is enough. We're going to move up here. And we just never looked back. We love Baltimore. Now, is your husband a chef by trade? He is. Okay. He, Give us a little, I know he's not here. 
But uh, give me a little of his background. But I'm a big him up. He please is, do. Please do. His name is Dwight. He hails from Jamaica. Big up Jamaica. Um, he has worked in some of the finest restaurants in Miami. That's where we met. That's where we lived for the for eight years. Um, he's worked for Michael's Genuine Draft. Just a bunch of restaurants that you may may or may not know. One of them is the W Hotel. I'm sure you've heard of that. Been there a couple times in South Beach. Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> National Gallery of Art. So he's an amazing chef. He does amazing things with his hands. And when and he's the chief flavor curator behind Cashew. He's the man who makes it all happen. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. That's a, I love that you guys are a couple working together, making things happen. That's beautiful to me. That's just a family affair. It reminds me of my family. Um, when I was growing up, we had a family store. And it was my, all my uncles that came together and had a store, my aunts. And growing up, we all had to work at the family store. That's right. And kept it in the, yeah, and learning the learning what a dollar, uh, how you make a dollar out there. That is right. And counting. What a valuable lesson. So you doing what you're doing. That's a beautiful thing, you and your husband, and making it happen in the Baltimore area. So that's a beautiful thing. The other big thing we're going to talk about. Okay. You started something. Mm-hmm. You started something pretty big. <laughs> and um, I remember I was uh, sitting home with my wife spring of last year. And uh, somehow I got an announcement on social media, like as we always do. Mm-hmm. And it said, Lake Montebello, Farmer's Market. And I, I read it to myself, and I said to my wife, read that, read that. See, see what the... She was like, that's a great idea. That's a great place. And for people, for those who don't, who are my listeners from other places outside of Maryland, Lake Montebello is one of those beautiful lakes that's in northeast Baltimore. It's beautiful. It's, it's, I can't explain it to words. You have to Google it, and you'll understand it. I mean, people train, people run around it. It's a beautiful location. Totally. And... Um, I kept on getting messages saying this Lake Montebello farmers market, and I couldn't believe that somebody got to, got that permit and all that process. So, tell me, how did this happen? So, when we moved to Baltimore, my husband and I and my, and our children, we were really intentional about moving very close to Lake Montebello. We fell in love with this area. We originally were going to move to another area uh, to another house, but we ended up with this other house, but it's only a block away from Lake Montebello, and that was a big choice. Um, We love the area, and we love the community. So we were walking around the lake, and we were like, damn, this is the most beautiful lake, and this is the most beautiful, most peaceful area. This place is underutilized. And we just also looked around the general area, and we were like, there's really not a lot of healthy food around here, you know? Um, and you, I've already expressed to you that healthy food is our passion. And so when you're done walking, though, you can't even get a cup of coffee. And we said, nah, we, we can change this. Um, and Baltimore makes you feel like you can do anything. Um, and that's what we love about this place. So we started talking about, what about if we brought a market here for the community? Yes, we do have a market down the street, but it's not in this community. doesn't really serve the residents of this community. And there's something really empowering about having programming in your community where you can walk out of your house and come to something that feels amazing and that bridges communities. So that's what we wanted. We wanted to be able to bridge the Mayfield with the Edner Gardens to the Coldstream Homestead Montebello to the Morgan Park and, um, and feel community, feel what community feels like. Uh, so that's what we did. We started that process. 
So I guess my question would be, when you um, started the whole process, how does it want to even start a farmer's market? I mean, I figured you could go through Baltimore City, get permits. I mean, that's a whole task in itself. Uh, and then support and backing. How does, that, how does that even start from ground zero and to where you have it right now? Well, I shared the idea with a couple really amazing people. Um, so there's a lot of people behind this effort. Um, so we started what's called the market at Montebello. And it was supposed to be a farmer's market, although um, it became more of like a craft market until, uh, and I'll get into this a little bit more, but until Atia Wells came in, who's amazing, and she came in with Bliss Meadows kind of a couple months into the season. But how it started was we had the idea, and then we went to the Mark Washington, who is the head of the Coldstream Homestead Montebello Association. He's the executive director. We brought this idea to him and he was like, I'm in, how do I help you? And Mark just helped us with a series of phone calls and you know, sometimes working with government's a little bureaucratic, it's hard to get things done. But if you involve your community, I feel like it's the advocacy that you need. Um, so he made some phone calls for us. We worked really closely with Montebello Elementary, the principal there, Lorna Hanley. She was amazing. Principal Hanley said that she was into the idea. She gave us the space. She said that it was okay that we can use the space. We got a permit to use the space, and we've just been going ever since. Um, so the market at Montebello operates um, from May through September. It's once a month, and it's just a beautiful vibe because you're right there on the lake. Um, we do things a little bit differently. We have a DJ. Shout out to our DJs. We had um, DJ Steezy. We had, we had a number of amazing DJs. Um, and we... The DJs add the vibe, so it starts off with a little like, you know, reggae, a little Caribbean vibe. We have free yoga, so I also have to shout out to Bikram Yoga Wellness Works in Mount Vernon, because they came and did every month, they did a free yoga class on the lake. And people would come with their mats and just really enjoy this area. Um, I have to also uh, shout out the Master Gardener program, Mia Blom from the Master Gardener program was amazing. She came every month with her volunteers so they can teach the community about gardening and people came with questions. And then one last amazing shout out to um, the Baltimore Compost Collective who came every month and talked about composting because that was another really key thing that we wanted to do. We wanted to bring some green initiatives. We all have food scraps. How do we turn those food scraps into compost? I know you and your wife are avid gardeners, so you know what I'm talking about. So I guess um, one of the big things that I was very interested in was I had neighbors who reached out to me and said, Aaron, you have to go to this market. I said, you know, because I used to go to market down the street at 33rd. And um, they were like, you got to check this market out. And I said, okay, you know, let me, and uh, let's talk about the food. Because it's not your average, it's not your average food market. Because you know, every food markets have gone mainstream. Let's be honest. I mean, it's farmers markets used to be. You know, you get you know, you get your corn, you get your you know, eggs and things of that nature. And most of them now are like, it's pretty much breakfast or lunch or whatnot. And a lot of vendors are. I mean, to they're good vendors. They all agree vendors, but your vendors are very special and unique. And this is what I was called about and told about. 
You're, you take the mic. Why are they so special? So let, let the audience know. I think that's a really that's really nice of you to say. But I think our vendors were um, they were super dedicated, and I they really believed the vision. Um, this was this was not a market that was on the map. Nobody knew about this, but they they came and they gave it a try and they loved it. And now, uh, I mean, in and every month, you know, they were selling out. Uh, I'll tell you about some of our vendors. They're they're incredible. We had we had um, we had Blondie's Donuts was one. People came and they still accost me in the middle of the street and like, when, when are we going to get Blondie's again? Because Blondie's was amazing. Um, so they make some really delicious donuts. We had Zeke's uh, Coffee, which of course is a local favorite. Um, we also had, uh, we had a ton. We had some vegan food. We had uh, Josie, who runs Gingerly Vegan. People loved her vegan burger. She's amazing. Um, we had people who signed up for the, for the entire season. We just tried to do it a little bit differently to give people a different uh, taste of what a market could be and how to engage community. As opposed to other markets, we had tables, so um, people, we wanted people to stay and enjoy. And people came, they brought their blankets, they brought their families, they brought their food, and they sat down and just really enjoyed the vibe. It was a completely different type of experience than we even anticipated. So a lot of the food was, um, was it vegan or was it um, natural food? Or, I mean, because I saw like a, like a lot of things. I had a guy who told me he had the best tacos or those nature. It was like really, really unique for people who didn't eat meat, vegetarian food. And a lot of markets, they have that offering, but I feel like your market had a little bit more of that offering for, for, the, for the marketplace. Yeah, I mean, because we're really into that, we um, we really we sought out businesses that may not get a lot of exposure, and we tried to give them exposure. So some of these markets are really hard to get into, and some of them are cost prohibitive. And so we charged a super low fee, um, where the money just got reinvested back into the market at Montebello to create signs, et cetera. But it was an opportunity for really creative Baltimoreans to get into a market that was cheaper than your typical market and gave them broad exposure. Um, and I always made a point of shouting out, you know, we, I did my own press. So we were lucky to have been featured in the Baltimore Magazine. We were in Baltimore Style Magazine. We were in um, the Baltimore Fishbowl. We were in, a, people really adopted and understood the vision because it was Lake Montebello because they realized that uh, there was a paucity of community programming in this area and that I was trying to do trying to do something good for the area. I didn't even think it was going to go over well. Let me tell you, people are like, uh, is there a market this year? Come on, we, we, we want to make sure that there's a market this year. People would not let me not do it. Um, who else did we have? I, we had so many incredible people. We had this new guy. Um, it's called Asanke Gatherers. He had he has a an all natural spice line. So he's got something called Obia spice that you can put on your food. It's got this like little curry kick to it. I mean, if you're into condiments, you got to check him out. He's going to be at the market again this year. We're going to have Blondies again. We're going to have Vegan Soul Bakery. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but they're amazing. Husband and wife team. They make incredible vegan baked goods as well as food. They're, they, they make some plant-based food and they make some meat food. Um, but, and all of it's off the hook. Um, 
so ch- look for that this year um, and look for some new places. And then I just wanted to also talk about Atia Wells' um, Bliss Meadows. I, I'm sure you've heard of Atia Wells, and she's probably a great person to have on your podcast. Um, she stepped right up. She and John, the farmer of Bliss Meadows, stepped right up when I said I needed some produce. And they came religiously and they said, whenever you need us, we're here. They came every month for at least the last three months. So this year, we're going to have them there again, and they're going to be our exclusive farmer. So the the neighborhood will have fresh produce. It's going to be amazing. You know, that's a beautiful thing. Um, I was thinking about what you're talking about, and when I think about where the market's located, you have a hip-hop chicken on the one corner. You have a um, Chinese carryout in another corner. And if you go out further up the street, you have Sonny's carryout. Uh, if you go a little bit further up the street, the bridge is closed right now. So you really, and you get Little Caesar pizza. So the options of health options are not that, you don't, you don't, have, you don't have great options right in the area. Right. And somewhat, it's a food desert a little bit. Right. It is a food desert, it if you think about desert. it. I mean, the closest grocery store to that area would be either Giant on 33rd or the Safeway apart from road, but the bridge is closed right now. Right. And that bridge was an easy gateway to that. Mm-hmm. So having that fresh produce, I think that's very, very important for people who are on budgets and things of that nature to get those healthy items mm-hmm. every, every you know, once a month. Once a month. Once a month when that's Saturday. Mm-hmm. Now, what made you come up with only once a month? Uh, just curious. Where did that thought come from once a month um, to have that market? Well, we didn't really know what we were doing, so <laughs> we didn't know if we could do it more than once a month. So it was just a, we thought that maybe bi-weekly would be a little bit too much. We didn't know how much effort was involved. We just knew we wanted to do it, and we thought better once a month than never at all. Um, so that's why. Is there a possibility that, I know it's, I know it's your second year of doing it. Um, are you guys thinking about maybe increasing it or doing something a little bit different this year? Have you guys sat down and thought about that? Because I know it's months and months of planning out. Yep, this year um, we are doing a few different things. We are bringing more. We're going to have more market more market participants. Um, we're trying to get in more, um, really get the word out through non-traditional partners. Um, but we're still going to bring you your healthy juices. Like last year we had Juan from Healthy People Juice bringing you fresh juice made from vegetables and fruits. Um, We're still going to have all the healthy aspects. We're still going to have the yoga, but we're going to add a little bit of spirituality. We're going to have some Reiki practitioners. Last year we had Indu Wellness. We had massage. We're going to have them out again. We're going to continue to have yoga, but we might rotate it so we have different yoga artists each year. I'm sorry, each month. Um, And we'll do some other, you know, different things, but you got to come to check it out. Yeah, because I always think about when I'm always... If I'm in Federal Hill, if I'm in Canton, somewhere else around Baltimore, and they always have like a plant bar or things of that nature where it's a healthy option and choice. And you always want that, why can't my neighborhood have that area, that right. choice? Exactly. Why can't we have the same thing, you know, as other areas in Baltimore City has? And, I'm, and I like that you are giving us that option. Right. And giving um, light to some of these vendors out there who are maybe they're trying to, they're trying to get out there and get become popular and people loving them, you're giving them the opportunity. Are you at the point right now where people are lining up to get into the, to the, to the farmer's market, to the market, or 
Do you have to push, do you have a waiting list? How's it working right now with you guys? We haven't even put the app out yet, and we've probably gotten about 15, 20 calls about meeting the application. And we've gotten already 15 to 20 emails about, okay, when is it? Well, I'm, I'm already in, you know? And I'm like, okay, we're, we're going to get there. But um, yeah, there, we definitely have a waiting list. There's a lot of interest. We are going to have at least 50 vendors this year. Wow. Um, and each time, I think we had about 200 to 300 people come through. Wow. Yeah. So it was really, um, it's exactly what the neighborhood needed. And I just want to give you just a, an example of the community. First of all, when you walk through there, you heard, as I said, you, it's a balmy day. Usually it was really balmy. You heard the really cool sounds of a DJ. Um, but more importantly, all you heard was laughter. And you heard laughter from maybe people who wouldn't normally connect under normal circumstances. So not only were they getting healthy food, but they were getting an opportunity to connect with each other. And it, what else do we need in life, right? We need good food, good drink, and good laughter. You know what I mean? We need that spiritual, that, that connection to other human beings. So we really felt that in the market. And so we, um, another thing I want to just point out is that um, one month we had, um, one of our, the yoga teacher was running a little bit late and just so happened that Mel, who lives in the neighborhood, was coming through just to do a little bit of shopping and he happens to be a yoga teacher. So I was like, Mel, our yoga teacher's running late. What do you think? You think you can run this class for us? He was like, absolutely. He put his stuff down. He's like, where do you want me to be? And he ran a yoga class for an hour and a half. This is the community that I want to be in. This is the community that I'm trying to create. And I'm so happy and feel so blessed to be a part of it. That's a beautiful thing. That, uh, that's a great story. I, I met Mel at the last happy hour. Yeah. Yes, I met Mel. Mel and his I, beautiful wife, Carol. Yes, yeah. yes, we spoke. He, he said, Aaron, come on down. Right. So I'm, I might catch one of his classes, actually. You might soon. catch him at the market. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful <laughs> thing. Where do you guys see yourself as far as this market within the next couple of years? I mean, it's a, I'm, I'm beaming like, wow, I'm blown away about the knowledge you're giving our listeners because I'm sure everybody has a farmer's market in their little community, but for what you're doing is exceptionally amazing to me. And I'm very proud to hear about this. And I'm, that's one of the reasons why I had you in a podcast. Oh, it's Black History Month. I want to celebrate black history and show people that are doing things in Baltimore City. Yeah. And I feel like my story, your story needs to be put to light. Oh, I appreciate that. And, and I without, really do. You know, and I always tell people, you know, we got people doing big things out here. That's right. It may not be what you see on TV. It may not be in mainstream media, but it's there. And people are doing things positive for the community. That's right. And you have only be, been here for only a year, correct? Right. Folks, did you hear what she said? She's only been here for a year. And they have a great ice cream company on top of the market, the Montebello, that she started. Her and her husband started. You're just doing big things here. <laughs> well, we're trying. We really, we love Baltimore. We fell in love and we fell hard for this place. And again, it makes you feel like you can do anything here. It makes you feel like if you have an idea, you can put it to life. And that's what we're trying to do for all the people with ideas. Any small business owner who has an idea about something, we're giving you a venue, a platform to come and, and showcase your idea. The person I talked about, Asanke Gatherers with the Spice, that was his first market. And he had never been in another, he had never had an opportunity to be in another market. And so we're giving him that opportunity. And we 
are passionate about our community and we're passionate about our community's health. We know what we need and we know that we can offer it. So the composting, as I said, is a, you know, we want to encourage more green initiatives. We want to encourage the community to take its health into its own hands. You know, food is thy medicine. I'm sure you've heard that. And we really believe it. So if we start eating healthy and we start composting and using that compost that we get, meaning like you're turning your food scraps into beautiful, rich fertilizer, and we start putting that into our earth, we start to create our own gardens using that compost. It's a beautiful cycle of health. And we're transforming neighborhoods. We can, we have the ability to transform our entire community so that, and then we can partner, you know, with other people and add more of the healthy stores that you've been, you know, referencing add more of those healthy stores and healthy people will want those healthy. They'll forget about the hip hop chicken. They'll forget about the Sunny's carry out and they'll be demanding that they've got healthy options in their neighborhood. And that's what we're trying to move to. I will tell you, since I moved over this area, um, it's about two years ago, I have definitely turned leaf. Like you're saying, uh, like my wife and I, we grow our own uh, vegetables. We have wow. our own lettuce. Wow. You know, I have neighbors who have the chickens. Wow. And you're in, you're in the city. You're in the city. And everything you're saying is like the angels singing the loud chorus <laughs> right now because that's what it's all about. Right. You know, having your own fresh produce. Mm -hmm. we, did, we did our own okra last year. Wow. Tomatoes. And people come over our house, oh, can we get something? Sure. Mm -hmm. We're a community. That's what we, it's about. And we, you know, fresh produce. And you, you want to eat healthy right. and live healthy. Mm -hmm. Are there any, will there be any nutritionists coming there this year? Uh, just to throw that little factor in there possibly for people about eating well and just teaching them like, hey, this is some dietary things you're looking at. Is there any education for that for those out there? Yes, absolutely. You know, I forgot to mention a few things. We also had Chef Cat there last year doing uh food demos. Um, so chef Cat, who is she? Chef Cat is a local uh, celebrity chef, basically. Okay. She's awesome. She does a lot of uh, local events. She's got something called Just Call Me Chef um, to kind of get the word out about female chefs. Um, but this year, absolutely, we want to have a nutritionist um, come in. We want to do more community demos. We want to do more food demos um, from nutritionists and from local chefs so that people... And I think if we're going to culminate with a cook-off, a plant-based cook-off, because we've got a lot of this. I mean, you know that we have a rich, um, it's Black History Month, so I could say, as black folks, we've got a rich culinary history. Um, we have made something out of nothing, right, for, mm -hmm. for, for centuries. And um, some of these rich traditions need to still be carried through. Yes, we've lost some of our taste buds with this fried chicken and all this, but if you put some greens in people's hands, you put fresh produce in people's hands, there's no telling what people can do about it. So people don't need to be taught how to cook. Um, you know, these demos are not to teach people how to cook because we've got that knowledge within us. All the science is within us. Um, but... It's nice to see, share ideas about what you can make with certain things. With that okra, there's probably 10 different ways to make okra that is so amazing. And you may never know. You might only do it one way. But if you can see how other people are doing, it might spark some other ideas. So we want to have a plant-based cook-off at the end of the market. So stay tuned for that. Hey, I would love to be a judge for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I love everything you're saying. I mean, just... Because you think about all the food that's out there. And I remember growing up, 
we used to have shrimp and grits all the time, mm-hmm. okay? Who would have thought in a million years shrimp and grits would be a main item right. at every restaurant now? Right. You uh, shrimp and grits, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Collard greens. Right. Uh, I think Silver Queen is a braised collard greens. Yes. And to do a shrimp and grits. Yes. Shout out to Silver Queen. Chef, yes. Chef Jason. Absolutely. Um, yeah, they do. Just they ate there this morning. <laughs> and they do amazing things. And imagine you could do that with plant-based and change the minds of how people look at things. You know, when my dad, my dad sees this old, older Southern guy from Alabama, mm. loves everything fried, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the thing about it is now, we're, every time he comes over to our house, we're grilling, mm-hmm. we're baking, right. we're sauteing, we're not frying anything. Right. Because we're changing the way we eat. Mm-hmm. And I like what you're talking about, teaching people how to cook different ways, mm-hmm. ten different ways of cooking okra. The collard greens, the kale. Kale, kale, I thought kale was boring, but there's so many things you can do with kale. That's right. And, you know, mix fresh kale with collards or whatever you may, may do. But I like you educating the public about that. And what before we get out of here, do you have any dates when you guys are, do you have any deadlines or submissions or time to be submission to the, the market and when the market's first meeting or any special dates coming up? Because I would love to have you guys back on and talk about opening day and things of that nature. Oh, that'd be great. We would love to come back. Next time, uh, I will definitely make sure that Chef Dwight is with us. We'll do. Um, but yeah, the dates for the market in Montebello will be the fourth Saturday of each month, starting from May through October. So it's going to be the fourth Saturday of each month. Um, and you're, it's going to be a blast. I mean, come for some really good food. Come for some really good tunes. We hope to have a resident DJ this year. Um, so we're still finalizing that, but we'll make that announcement soon. The application period will be open in about a month, 30 days. Um, and we're, gonna, we're looking for all types of new and interesting twists on, on healthy food. But we're also looking for crafters, really cool makers. And Baltimore has a slew of them. So we're looking for... Um, I remember that last year we had one called Orange... Orange. I know, I know, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, she was amazing. Her name is Sarah Berger. I know Sarah Berger. Um, and she came every month, and just she had the cutest little earrings, like kind of a feminist message. Um, I just absolutely love the makers that I've that I've seen. So we're looking for a lot more of those really interesting, innovative people who are going to come out and um, show. Orange scissor art. Orange, I knew it was scissor. It was orange, but something. Orange that, scissor oh, art. Yeah. I wanted to put a, a button in there, and I, I didn't know where that button went. Um, but mm-hmm. orange scissor art. She's phenomenal. So I want other makers like that. I want to, as I said, give other people an opportunity to to be in a market and expose their products and their unique creativity. Baltimore has so much going on, and we just want to be there to help share it. There is a local group that I do know about, Craft City Mafia. They do right. They do huge events every they year. They sure do. And um, that'd be somebody, if you guys can connect. I don't know, you already, have you been connected with them yet? I haven't been connected with uh, them yet. And I know, I know, mm. I know some people who are All in right. that. So I can, I can, <laughs> there's people in that, but that's a beautiful thing. If you guys, think about, listen people, um, this will be out very soon and yeah. I want everybody to hear this podcast. If you're an artist, you know, craft, What's the email address? What can they find you? Social media, all that. Where can they find you? Sure. So you could reach me at the market at Montebello at gmail.com. Again, it's the market at Montebello at gmail.com. And then also we have an Instagram page. We have a Facebook page, which is just called the market at Montebello. Let's try to keep it really simple. And yeah, we're going to start 
throwing some stuff out there. We're looking for um, some Reiki artists. We're looking for some nutritionists. We're looking for some naturalistas. We're looking for some cool makers. We're looking for some interesting beverages, healthy beverages, and some really good food. Now, it's going to be cliche, but I'm going to say what it is what it is. Are your DMs open? So if somebody slides in a DM, are you guys responding to them, people that way, as far as saying, hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a craft artist? Is your d- direct message open? or Absolutely. Okay, I just want to make sure so mm-hmm. everybody knows. You can, and if she doesn't get back to you right away, she will get back to you? Within 24 hours. That's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful thing. Is there anything you want to see to say to the folks before we head out? No, I just want to say, you know, keep pushing Baltimore. This is a beautiful city. Let's let's keep it moving. And I want to thank you so much. No Picks After Dark is, is such a dope podcast. Um, keep doing what you're doing, brother. Hey, I'm just trying to give, give light to everybody. You That's know what I mean? Right. I mean, I'm fortunate enough to be in this position. Mm-hmm. Why not should I like that people who need that light every day? Right. Why not? Right. That's, I mean, that's why I love your energy. It got to be. And that's why, and again, I always tell people, I don't, I meet people before I do the pod. Because mm-hmm. you got to know the vibe. If the vibe ain't right, it's not gonna be a good podcast. That's right. That's right. And I met this young lady. I was like, "All right, that's what's up. That's what's up." And we finally made it happen after a month. And I'm excited for the farm for the market at Montebello. I'm very excited, and I can't wait to see what's happening. And we're gonna have Mr. Chef the White one before, and hopefully uh, before you guys kick it off, throw something big, do something really big for you guys. That's a really good idea. You know, something we can do something. Let, you know, we can do something. Yeah, like let's, a kickoff let's, or something like that for you guys. Let's figure that out. That'd I like that idea. Something great because I feel like May's coming around the corner real quick. Oh, you're right. You're right. And, it is. and we're you know you know Black History Month is short. <laughs> short <laughs> so, month of the year. <laughs> so I just want to make sure. But again, Miss Nicole, I appreciate you coming on No Picture Dark Podcast. Um, again. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that you had me before it's about, because I know it's about to blow up. So, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm almost not about to be on your schedule. So I'm really excited. You know what? I tell people, you know, it's funny you say that. People are like, can I get on it? Now I'm starting to get to that point where I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. What's your story about? <laughs> what you got going? You know, hey, like I said, I will bring you by a story to life, but I got, I need to hear what we you're talking about. You got to be a little about. more discerning. You know? <laughs> so I appreciate you got what you got going on. Um, what about the ice cream? Where can we find the ice cream online? Is there anywhere you can eat, commerce it? Yeah. Um, well, it, we're just doing it through retail, okay. um, wholesale right now. Um, so look for us in the Eddie's Markets, Eddie's of Roland Park, Eddie's of Mount Vernon, Eddie's of Charles Village. Um, what, if I'm out, what if I'm out of town? How can I possibly get that? Is that right now still devel- in development right it's now? It's kind of still in development. Um, we were shipping kind of uh, within the, the contiguous states, but shipping is really hard. <laughs> it's ice expensive yeah. and it's ice cream. Right. So it's kind of, you know, it was more expensive somehow than the, than the ice cream. So uh, we're still working that out. Hopefully that'll come soon. But right now, you know, catch us in the restaurant partners that I've mentioned. We have a lot more. You could go on our website and check that out. And then we're, you know, as I what said. What website is that? Oh, so. www.cajucream.com. Let me spell that out for you. www.cajou, cream, C-R-E-A-M.com. Cashew means cashew in French. And that's the ingredient we started working with first because it makes an incredible milk, a better milk than uh, traditional milk. So uh, so catch us at www.cashewcream.com. And I, can, I will show you where the ice cream is located. Um, but we've got amazing retail partners, restaurant partners. As a matter of fact, Vegan Week is coming up. So it's going to be on the restaurant, on the menu of Wicked Sisters and Golden West Cafe for Vegan Week. 
and it's on a bunch of restaurants' uh, dessert menus. So we're super proud. We're super blessed to be in this space. Hey, again, I appreciate you coming on and spreading knowledge. Thank you. I think you're. I think this needs to be told, and your stories need to be told. And, and like I said, I know you're on Baltimore Magazine, <laughs> Baltimore Sun, but you know, right here, uh, my audience is a little bit different. Mm. You know, my audience they, they read, they read, but. They like listen also. Yeah. So uh, exciting! You will be on very soon, Black History Month, and celebrating you and your husband for doing what you do for the community. We really appreciate you. Keep on doing what you're doing. We'll always support you. All right. All right. I appreciate that. And folks, we are out. Thank you. <laughs>